You're watching the Letterman Podcast with Mike Chisholm, endorsed by the Hello Deli. Yeah! <laughs> la, 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 la. Welcome once again to the Letterman Podcast. As always, I am Mike Chisholm. As always, I'm excited to be here uh, hosting this retrospective, uh, I don't know what did you want to call it, anecdotal archive of the things that went on uh, with David Letterman and company and the ripples, you know, as the stone hits the water, uh, ripples move out. And apparently they go all the way across the ocean. I didn't know that, but apparently that is true. And that is the type of uh, analogy we use to describe uh, what the Letterman podcast is trying to do. Uh, I got a really cool guest today. I'm very, very excited about this guest um, for one specific reason. Uh, I love when a son tributes a dad. I really like that. I've been able to do that to my father. My father's gone on a pretty crazy uh, mental health journey in his life, and and he transformed from one type of man into another one. The the one he transformed into is um, significantly improved in 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 so many ways that I couldn't be more proud of my father. I actually had a chance to tell him that on camera on our pod on my other mental health podcast, and and, and made the man cry a couple of times. And and I just I I would submit. That in the right set of circumstances, um, all things being equal, which they're not, but let's just pretend for a moment they were, that whenever a son can tribute a dad and the dad can hear that and understand that and know that, um, you know, good work has been done. That's what today's episode is. So today's episode, the person that is going to be on this episode is a guy by the name of James Henderson. Henderson, you say? Hmm. When I think about Letterman, uh, there was a pretty famous Henderson. Yeah, Biff. Oh my gosh. The stage manager who went from the early show uh, or the morning show, I should say, right into our hearts and lasted the entire run with Letterman. Obviously, uh, experiences and appearance, appearances on the show. So many moments created with Biff Henderson. Um, the thought originally was maybe we might have Biff and uh, James on, his son, James. Um, you know, Biff, Biff's pushing 80 right now, and I don't know, uh, you know, he's enjoying retirement. He's got a couple of granddaughters. He's excited about these things. Um, and, and, and who knows? I'm not going to say that we're never going to have Biff on, but what I am going to say is uh, when it was – very clear that the timing wasn't right. I said to James, hey man, please come on. And he responded, like he left it a couple of days and he's like, okay, I, I, I just want to see if you're serious. Uh, if you're still serious, okay, I'll consider it. Very much so. Um, I want to know what it was like being Biff's kid growing up. Uh, he and I born around the same time. I mean, uh, I want to know what it was like being in that household around that time when, when, when uh, you know, the big move happened. Um, and, and he really shed some light on that from a very interesting perspective, a unique perspective. And I love that. And then here's the other part. Um, his dad's kind of his hero and, and his grandfather as well. Here's another thing that I love. There's three lines of James, uh, um, you know, two of them don't even, aren't even called that, you know, his grandfather. And then of course, Biff, um, known as, as Biff Henderson. Uh, and then of course, James, the third, Jamie. Um, a lot of reverence. His grandfather, a great man in the in the town that 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 they grew up in. His father, obviously renowned as well, just went into his high school hall of fame. How cool is that? 
but uh, yeah, I mean, we got a we got a we got a young man here who um, his heroes is one of his heroes is his father. And here's a chance for him to say that. Give us some very interesting insights as to what it was like to be Biff Henderson's son. Uh, I'm going to say one thing here just because it just tickles me to say it. Happy newish Jew year. Uh, that was uh, for those who who are big, big enthusiasts of the show. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We talked about that a little bit on the uh, on this episode. But yeah, it just felt really cool to give James the um, the opportunity to talk about how proud he is of his dad. And I love that. Um, I feel that way. And I just feel that uh, if there's any sort of love letter that the Letterman podcast can send to Biff, I don't know a better one. But uh, on behalf of the Letterman podcast, Biff, we appreciate you so very, very much. Thank you for all of the memories. Uh, You matter very much. And your contributions to the show just created the tapestry of that show. I don't know if there's anybody on the crew who uh, did it better than you. Biff, and it was just you being you, and James and I talk about that as well. So, without uh, further ado, I, I got to change. Without further ado, right? It's got to be something else. I'm not sure, um, but I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know. Um, you know, maybe I need a thesaurus to look into and to find out. Uh, you know, a phrase that is like "without further ado," but but better. Maybe we can do a contest. I don't know. What's something that I can say other than "without further ado"? Until then, without further ado. James Henderson. Too good. It's not ridiculous. <laughs> like this is so absurd. funny. Absurd, maybe. I mean, one of these words. Um. Okay. Hold on. Okay. So, so you go by James. Um. You're a junior, but you're not just a junior. You're James the third, right? I am the third. Uh. Actually, my dad is junior. Um. And yeah, I'm also my nickname is Jamie. I've I've actually been everything. I've been James and JJ. Uh, I've done different iterations of my my name over the years. Actually, when uh, when Mr. Letterman wrote uh, an autograph to me as a child, uh, I was Jim. So that was the first person who named me Jim, and uh, it, uh, it it stuck. Actually, during my my years, my first job out of college. Uh, I went with Jim, so yeah. <laughs> on printed material. So, yeah, I've, I've uh, a little bit of everything, but uh, James is fine. Um, <laughs> I love the idea that nobody called you Jim, and Dave wrote the autograph to you to Jim. Like that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> That's right on brand. Um, but but the idea that your dad is named James. Have you ever heard your dad called James? Do, does anybody call him James? No, 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 no. I'm not sure that, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. He's always been Biff. <laughs> Mike, oh my God, Mike. Oh my God, this is so crazy. I'm going to be excommunicated off of this. <laughs> this is so crazy. Well, um, but no, 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 James. Um, I don't know that he would answer to that. He's always been that. I guess it's been written, um, you know, his mother, it's, a friend had a dream about a boy named Biff at the time that she was pregnant and, you know, literally since birth. And it's ironic. You asked about that lineage. My grandfather, his name um, was Babe. So both of them got their, their B first letter nicknames, but uh, I got Jamie. So no no wonder. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, dude, I appreciate you doing this. This is fantastic. Okay, so at the time of this recording, uh, we're sometime in 2023. How old are you at the time of this recording? What am I? Uh, they tell me I'm 45. I'm 45. 45. Okay, so you're a 77, 78 baby? 77. Yeah, 77. Yep. Okay, I'm a 76 summer, baby. Oh. Got the last little bit of the summer of uh, 77. So, uh, yep, yep. Very cool. So good to, both good Gen to meet a fellow. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> um, I, I, I can't wait to start talking about because uh, it must have been a very interesting, um, unique experience being Biff's kid in in a lot of ways. Um, because at the end of the day, he showed up. His his relationship began with David Letterman in 1980. You were four years old when Biff started working on the morning show. So, I mean, you know, I want to talk a little bit about. Because a lot of people don't realize that that your dad had a life before he started working for Thirty Rock. What did your dad do? Uh, you know, in the in the in the late sixties and seventies. Man, his his life is really um, uh, something I'm uh, amazed by when I hear the stories and I try to piece it together. Even at this stage in my life, being an adult, um, out of uh, high school or, or right after college, he was uh, a soldier in the Vietnam War. Um, he spent, uh, you know, over a year and a half or, or you know, a tour, uh, which had to be, you know, as a young man, life altering. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he worked uh, American Airlines in Nashville. And I believe he, he came up to New York uh, for some, you know, job opportunities and interviews. And um got settled here he actually owned a uh or was a part owner of uh, uh of a restaurant up in harlem called soul stop um so i can only imagine you know the stories then in, in in those late 60s early 70s um but yeah somewhere along the lines he ended up like you said at 30 rockefeller plaza and um uh i believe a uh uh interview maybe with with hertz or or with uh you know a corporation that share office space and that complex and uh you know the rest is history right i mean he 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 went to the restroom <laughs> you know it's a legendary <laughs> story some things are just divine right yeah um you know and uh you know these stories are out there that's the you know main yep. reason why it's cool um but you know he met a gentleman by, by by the name of gene sanders uh who was a janitor uh in in uh in the bathroom and and you know kind of let him know where he was he didn't realize he was you know at nbc and uh, you know, made a connection or somehow, and, and yep. the rest was kind of history. And uh, uh, yeah, so it does, you're right, though. I mean, as far as just, you know, the timeline of it all is amazing. Even, you know, reflecting on it when the show uh, production ended in, in, excuse me, 2015. Yeah. Um, just thinking about, you know, how it really reflected, you know, my life, you know, just, uh, you know, the years of my life, just watching the progression of, both, uh, you know, my father's uh, collaboration and work on that show and, and, yeah. and uh, Mr. Letterman's career and, and uh, you know, iconic status and, and that sort of thing. So I yeah, can't cool wait stuff. to talk to you more about that. I love the way that you framed that. Uh, you use the word collaboration. I love collabs, man. I love uh, when my favorite sneakers collab with one of my favorite brands, things like that. I love that. I got a pair of Letterman Jordans. What your dad did with... Uh, Dave and company was much more than just manage the stage. It was a collaboration. I want to get into that a little bit from your vantage point. I'm fascinated 
uh, what your vantage point is to this whole thing. But before we get going here, before before any of that, uh, I just want to make sure that we're not uh, putting out a false narrative. Let's ask, how's dad right now? How's dad doing? Thank you for asking. Yeah, he's he's really good. I get you know he's enjoying uh, retirement, and yep. you know he's 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 content. You know, and uh, uh, um, you know I I um, you know again I'm so proud of him. He's um, knocking on the door of uh, of the big eight zero, and and uh, you know it's just fun to uh, you know um, watch you know you know the stage of of of, of life and time. You know, and, does he have uh, grandkids, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for asking. Uh, I am an uh, an uncle. Of uh, two beautiful nieces, and uh, yeah, you know we have a new addition, so we're all very excited, and that makes them so very happy, which is great. So, yeah, yeah, all good. Oh, that's fantastic! I can imagine him. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a very young grandfather, young, very young, very good looking grandfather. There's my uh, <laughs> yes, my granddaughter is just the most beautiful. Wow! Congratulations. She's my yeah. everything. She's my best friend. I love it. Um, it's and there's 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 a unique kind of joy and love about having a granddaughter. I can imagine uh, the person that I saw on screen, and this is where it's going to lead to a question. I always assumed that uh, the person that we saw on screen, Biz Henderson, your father, um, the, what you see is what you get, and 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 I imagine that dude being a grandfather to granddaughters, and he must just be in love with that. Oh man. Yeah, it's a it's a whole new vibe and energy and pride and and I think you know you know just reason for you know everything you know um, so yeah it's it's fun to watch uh, and you know I have a lot of catching up to do so <laughs> oh man it's all good fantastic okay so uh, springboarding into that as 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 kind of a question um, on screen. What we saw was what you get with Biff, right? You, I mean, he was just himself. He wasn't a character. He wasn't that, – that, that was kind of the charm about him, right, was that he's this kind of steadfast kind of guy. What you see is what you get. Is that an accurate portrayal? Yeah, and I think so much of what worked on – just from my personal opinion, and what does that matter, but, um, you know, that worked on that program, it was what, what you just described. Um, and think about the juxtaposition again for me as a kid growing up whose father is just as normal, you know, as the American dad that you can have, stern and you know, just being fatherly, right? And uh, you know, um, yet still he's appearing on this program every now and again, and it's just the crazy mind, you know, F, you know what I mean? Like, what. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that worked and I mean, it's, it's literally, I mean, I think he described it like, you know, hitting the lottery, but I mean, you know, I think that, yeah, him being true to himself, I think him being, um, maybe never the, or not, I shouldn't say never, but not the butt of the joke, but you know, he used to say, you know, as long as you're not laughing at me, you're laughing with me. But, you know, the, the thing, of, the thing of it was, was, you know, the Southern draw and the way that, you know, sometimes with him and, and Mr. Letterman interacting, um, you know, he couldn't hear or, you know, these things were funny, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and it was, I want to tape it was what it was. So um, I think it worked, uh, you know, Definitely. Uh, no question that it worked. Um, I mean, because they they went back to the well 
from the morning show all the way to 2015. They never stopped going to the well. Uh, that was the uh, the entertainment water that was Biff Henderson. Um, always such good things. Now, I want to ask you, growing up, again, it's a weird perspective because you know, he is, a, you know, stern father, vet, um, uh, you know, I mean, you know, and then on TV seeing this, how old were you the first time somebody came up to you and recognized the fact that your dad was on TV? Do you remember the first time or one of the first times? You know, this is all hard to put into perspective sometimes because, um, I mean, the answer to the short answer for something like this right off the top is no. I don't remember the first time or anything like that, but um, I remember a lot of firsts. I remember the first time I ever saw him on television. Okay. Um, and, and and so, uh, you know, we were in, you know, our, you know, the place that I, you know, as the youngest memories that I have. And I think I went with uh, my mother to work and, you know, she was a New York city uh, school teacher. And, mm. uh, you know, I, I was always trying to perform. I was a, huge michael jackson fan oh that's I remember awesome. trying, Me too. To, trying to dance or something and 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 got into some trouble and so when dad came it was always when dad came home and you know the hours that they tape and and anyway his schedule in those early years also was very it wasn't just letterman right he did yeah. you know, space shuttles and, and today's show and he did Absolutely. news and he did sporting events so um yeah. but um yeah, so he, he 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 was down in I think Miami for the Orange Bowl, and he came back and and I was getting in trouble for what I did, and uh, he he gave it to me whatever. But then afterwards, he popped in this tape and it was him on the parade trail singing like I love a parade, and I thought this was like real tape, like this thing aired, like he was showing me something that was broadcast. And it was years later that I realized that this was literally a rehearsal. He was standing in for like Ben Vereen or something like that. But I mean, he was like, you know, I love a parade. And I was just so amazed and, and proud, you know? Um, and and yeah, I mean, uh, I think the reason that I'm, um, that we're here talking and everything, I, 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 I'm I I'm like you. I mean, I'm, I'm just a fan, man. I mean, really, uh, you know, I grew up a, around it, not yep. in, in it by no means. It's nothing to do with me, uh, but... I'm I'm a huge I'm 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 a huge fan of it, you know, and uh uh and, and a lot of it had to do with the, the the level of 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 real pride I felt uh for, for what you know my father was doing. You took the words out of my mouth. I was going to ask if you were a fan, because I mean, um when when kids who have a parent with notoriety, uh whatever that notoriety may be, you know, it could be on a local level or all the way up to a, a national or international level, like 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 your dad. <laughs> Um, but sometimes kids will either embrace it or they'll rebel against it. So I was going to ask about that. So you were a fan and you are a fan of, of David Letterman and company. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to me, you know, uh, he's the godfather, you know, he's, um, he's this mythical, uh, being, uh, in my life person that I don't really know, but I've, yeah. I've had very, very limited interactions with, uh, but the things that he's done in my life and for me and for my family and for my father uh, is, you know, the, the, the appreciation and, and reverence, you know, it can't be really stated in words. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's the, 
you know, degree of loyalty. I mean, you know, I was the kid going to school and, you know, when it was the late night wars, I mean, I always would be, you know, <laughs> holding the flag of Dave, right? I mean, you know, just like, you know, this is this is the guy. Look at all the guys he's talked to. And it was so great, too, about uh, a career like that. And again, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan, right? Yeah. So I love folks that have such a long body of work. So, I mean, you know, there's so much discovery, even to this day, Um, you know, with the benefit of technology, of course, but, you know, finding old clips from the 70s and, you know, the, the, you know, old TV celebrity challenges or, you know, Dave appearing on the Jackson uh, Family Variety Hour or something. I mean, this is the guy, you know what I mean? Like it goes back, you know, and, and, and think of all the people through the annals of broadcast and television history that he's had the chance to sit down and talk to Desi Arnaz or, you know, just uh, Betty Davis or, you know, having Sammy Davis on this show. Uh, I mean, it's just, it goes on and on. And I mean, you know, he, he, he did this from, you know, this building, this, this, this art deco facility, this literally the cradle of, of television, you know, in, in the history of humanity, uh, the place where radio and Marconi and, and, uh, you know, where television really came to be. So, I mean, you know, within those halls, I mean, the history and the folks that uh, that, that he followed in those footsteps and really brought it to, uh, you know, such just, you know, big, you know, major heights. It's, it's, it's incredible. So, uh, yeah. Jamie, Jamie, <laughs> I'm a I fan. Think I, I'm a fan. <laughs> Jamie, I think I have to give you, I, I think I'm required now after that eloquence to give you this show. I think this show is yours. That was very well put. That was like, right from the heart and poetic and emotional and all of these things. Uh, I love how much you're a fan. How, where, okay. Where's this communication skills come from? What do you do for a living? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. I love that you love it the way that we all love it. Uh, you know, again, with the benefit of growing up in the, you know, backyard of, of New York city um, and with the influence probably of this and having a, uh, wonderful experiences uh that i could probably count on my hands but it felt like so much more you know just telling along and going to work with my father as a child um which was so cool by the way i mean talk about that dude, man this, we want to hear that dude dude it was like such a uh like uh you know the way that they you know always kind of described late night as you know hey it's like almost you know everybody's gone from the building and, you know, here, you know, turn on the lights to let these guys go broadcast. And nobody's really paying attention. It felt <laughs> like that in the building all the way around. There was just no security. It was like, you know, go wherever you want. I remember just, you know, um, you know, going to work and it was like, you go on the eighth floor and just sit on a Donahue set and fart. <laughs> it was just crazy. It was just like, are you kidding me? Like, this is great. But anyway, um, you know, I, I know a lot of, or I hear that a lot has changed in that building. I've actually had colleagues that, you know, worked for NBC and they say, you know, you can't go on the eighth floor, you know, you know, around SNL tapings and stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, it used to be like, literally, like I'd go to work, uh, say on the weekend with my father and, and you know, he'd say, hey, you know, get out an hour or so, go up to the eighth floor and, you know, watch, uh watch him rehearse, you know, Anita Baker's up there or something, you know what I mean? It was oh, just like crazy. Man. So, yeah. What yeah. a playground. So, you use 30 Rock as a playground. Like, for, that's for like one or three times. 
you know, whatever. <laughs> and and here we are, some thirty years later, whatever it is, talking about it. Like, yeah, I, I, the impact that gets made. I mean, you're you're like you said, the cradle of creativity. You're put into this place. Um, of course, it's going to leave an impression, and and I mean, I I feel it right now. That's that's that that's amazing. Um, you go. I want to go back to you. You mentioned um when the late shift happened. And I mean, um, we had Jason Zinneman who wrote uh, Letterman, The Last Giant of Late Night on fairly recently. And he he kind of threw out an idea. I asked him about, OK, so Dave's kind of got this cult following that's there. You know, um, just certain bands get this, uh, uh, you know, kind of a cult following certain certain uh, productions get this. And Letterman and company certainly have it for a variety of reasons. One of the things that he suggested was because the late shift, when it happened, it was such everybody was talking about it when it came to entertainment. And I mean, you and I, again, very, very close in age. Um, the people who were in their formative years when that was happening, it imprinted. And for for some people, like it was a, one of those things where it's it, it became kind of part of our DNA. Um, when Dave was, it must have been very interesting dinnertime conversation. Um, when Because it was so public that Dave was not getting the Tonight Show. Dave not happy, Dave being courted by all these other suitors. Maybe we're going to Burbank. Maybe we're staying here. Um, you know, did any of that come home to the dinner table? Did you know about any of that? Or was that a lot of that stuff, uh, the stuff you learned after the fact? Um, most of, none of this ever came to the dinner table. You know what I mean? Like yep. none of it. And um, that's that's this all been very interesting, but I, you know, it came into to, to, to my being in life just because of again, it, you know, the effect that it, you know, these things would have. I, I knew that when the shift was happening, that where, where my father's loyalty, you know, lied. Absolutely. Um, yep. And with that, I'd say I feel like there was um, was it the summer of '92 or whatever yeah. it was, right? So, 93. so or was it '93 or whatever? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah like Carson leaving, so, all of that was happening all around this time. Yeah, '92, '93. So I remember one morning getting ready to go to school, and <clears throat> the Today Show was my morning appetite at that time. And Ann Curry or whoever it was that did the news came on, and 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 I don't know if it was. It wasn't her then because it was too early. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. whoever came on and was basically like, you know, Letterman is moving to California. He's taking the show to to L.A. And so, yes, you know. And I was like, oh, like that was the first time where it was like, okay, this affects me. Like, <laughs> wait, what? You know, like, yeah. It obviously turned out to be a false report. It was before the Ed Sullivan Theater and all that happened. But wow, that was like, okay, this does you know, kind of affect me, but, um, but yeah, what a, what a, what a, what a time, huh? I mean, it craziness, it's still, yeah. I mean, but you know, I've asked questions over the years and he's absolutely, I don't want to make it sound like this is some, you know, you know, iron curtain on this conversation, but I mean, you Not know, it certainly is something that, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, in that regard had an effect and, and, um, you know, it was began, like I said, just a crazy, crazy, uh, moment um but it was exciting you know yeah. and um you know i remember uh in those even early days of of the new program like i was running around the city a lot and you know at that time i would you know 
maybe go and have lunch with my father or I remember working at that time and doing some work with uh, WNET, which was a PBS um, affiliate in New York. And, um, yep. um, you know, going with this girl, at, you know, after the show and or being at the show uh, in the green room when Kelsey Grammer and Will Smith was there. This is like mid early 90s stuff. And anyway, it was, you know, that those are the type of stuff where it's like, you know, wow, I could see, you know, this is, you know, incredible like just that block and all of you know the influence that uh the injection of uh of life that you know kind of that that program gave to that to that neighborhood there was an electricity uh and people talk about it to this day where where you know they'd hang out uh you know at the stage door rupert's is and 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 people just hang out there you know just to see what might happen are they going to shoot a remote is somebody going to show up is is all that now you're a guy that also you know, very quickly in life, got a chance to see the behind the scenes stuff. And many of these people, the stage hands and, and, and some of these other people that we've, we've talked to, it was just another day at work. Um, and every once in a while, some of those electric moments would show up, but then people would be outside who were outside of the business and they would feel this electricity when you were running around the city at that time. And you would go to the green room. Was it this is just my life and this is just the things that I'm used to seeing. Or did you feel that electricity too, Jamie? Oh, absolutely. No, that's, let me describe again. And this is like all life. So, but it's just these little injections and moments of, of being able to uh, literally be around it. I mean, I like to think that I live vicariously through my father. So when I would see what he was doing, um, you know, it felt like I was, you know, a part of it, but the truth of the matter is a lot of that stuff, most of it, big percentage of it was stuff I never even saw, um, you know, or I'm still seeing just now for him, it was literally going to work. And, and that was, that was it. You know, it was no like, Oh, come on, let's turn on the TV and watch what we did today at work. You know, it was just that his job happened to be a television show and was broadcast for the world. Um, but yeah, I mean, to answer your question to be around that, um, it, it, it wasn't my life, you know, yeah. at all. So, I mean, you know, again, with my, fandom of it and you know um paying attention to that world in in um with with the desires um yeah. that i that i that i had um you know to be around it at different times was, was super cool you know i was actually on the show um as a little boy um um in 1985 uh there was a i guess what would that be a bumper or opener yeah uh, cold open um yeah. that was done uh, with Tom Selleck and it was a kind of gag on the popularity in the moment I guess the, the competed time slot uh, uh, with uh, Magnum P.I. and the Cosby show so uh, the whole idea was you know you know just like you know in makeup room or something and Selleck's with his you know cigar like Cosby and you know, he's basically like, you know, we're going to do a new kind of version of Magnum P.I. and like four or five black kids, you know, come up. So I was a part of that troupe. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, that, uh, you know, it was, again, a great exposure, getting that a check. Um, yep. Yep. And, and uh, you know, a lot of hurry up and wait for something that was literally like six seconds. But, yep. you know, I mean, I, it was funny being fun because, you know, talking about people that come up to my father and would recognize him with stuff from the show. You know, as a way to deflect for many years, you know, as a kid, you know, it was me and him together. And he would say, well, he's been on the show, you know, like, uh, like, <laughs> like he's been in the suit. Um, you know, Aww. so anyway, 
Yeah. And it was actually one time that he got a chance, I think one of those court, uh, you know, those etiquette segments uh, back yep. in the day um, where he got to show his pictures of his family, which is cute. Um, but yeah, but uh, good stuff, man, all the way around. It's, it really is. I mean, you know, it's just, just literal. It's so cool because it's like literal little bites. It's just so, it was the perfect, you know, way to live a normal life but just dip your toe into this world i think i mean i almost wonder how it would be to walk in those shoes you know where there is you know a degree of 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 even to this day you know recognition and or because i mean you know when when whenever you have that kind of a long run you know there's this there's 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 some degree of consciousness in the in the public oh there are echoes everywhere absolutely there are echoes of it everywhere Right. And I mean, for me, there was stuff that was just, there were moments, different moments throughout my life and throughout their run uh, where it was like, wow, this is super cool. Like I used to travel a lot for work overseas and I remember turning on the TV in Brazil and it was like, you know, there's the late show. And it was like, my father was on, it was like, oh my God. Or being on like American Airlines again, his first job, I think out of college or something like that was American Airlines, you know, doing, you know, like probably bellhop work or something. I don't know, but I mean, you'd have to ask him. Um, um, By the way, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway, um, that would be, see, see? that's what I was trying. I mean, I can't even wrangle this guy. Like, come on. Anyway. But no, seriously. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, the AA thing and in, in, in for it to come full circle, he was, um, you know, they used to do this in-flight thing. CBS used to do the content for the in-flight entertainment yes! for, yes! for American Airlines. And it would be like clips of the late show. And there's, you know, they would, the package would have my father. I'd be on the site, like, you know, like, this is so cool. Like that, that type of stuff was awesome. But I mean, um, yeah, you know. This is uh, <laughs> this is surreal talking about this. Like I I I love it so so much. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, favorite moments. Like, uh, were there any moments that, as I say that, you know, what comes to mind right away? Yeah, I mean, for 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 his stuff on air, you mean, or uh, whatever? I mean, your favorite moments because uh, I mean, you're a fan of the show, so I mean, you can stretch out wherever you want. Or yeah, favorite moments of your dad. Oh. Was there a moment that? Uh, well, well when... not yet. Yet, I mean, the favorite moments for the show were clear. I mean, you know, there was um, geez, uh, I think it was one of the anniversary shows at Radio City. I used to watch this thing on tape all the time, back and forth, like the music the music of it, you know, it was like uh, uh, Benny King and, and Carol King. And like, it was just crazy what they did on stage. It was like, do you like good music? Yeah, yeah, sweet soul music. And I was just like, oh my God, this is mm-hmm. the coolest Schaefer in the crew. It was just like, oh man. So anyway, yep. um, that was something that was super cool. The James Brown performance, freaking legendary. I Absolutely. mean, hands down crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and this is where it's weird too, stuff like this as a kid, because I used to watch a lot of tape and stuff on tape. And, I, you know, I was still trying to come to be, but they would mess with the audience or, you know, especially as a young kid, not having my, my bearings. I mean, he would show stuff like, you know, talk about how they were on since 1950 something or show something black and white and it'd be like, you know, a young Richard Pryor and he's sitting there cursing and it's just like the funniest stuff. But yeah um it was it was it was hard to make sense of it still you know that's that's where you know again it's hard to sometimes put things into perspective as far as just timing and whatever what you know but yeah so many great moments man um 
Gee, uh, you know, the Rosie Perez piece, uh, <laughs> when, when she, when she, you know, uh, name drops Funkmaster Flex. See, the thing for me is I'm a hip hop kid too. So, I mean, yeah. you know, the, the age of me and, and, and Dave's career, you know, is interesting, but the, also the timeline of the evolution of hip hop. So yes. watching, uh, hip hop, I say this on its 50th anniversary as I sit here as a 45 going on 46 year old. Again, yeah. that's, you know, you're watching this culture develop and it being kind of welcomed or, uh, um, you know, invited by the mainstream, right? So yes. those early episodes, LL Cool J, Around the Way Girl on Late Night, Queen Latifah, Fly Girl on Late yeah. Night, A Tribe Called Quest, uh, Check the Rhyme on Late Night. I mean, you gotta give me goosebumps right now. I'm a big hip hop fan. I mean, it's so crazy. Uh, the, the, the Fuji's on on uh, the early late show when like yes. the whole crew came out like, oh man, doing the uh, the, the I think it was the, the Ali uh, when we were King soundtrack track. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of things like that were just like, wow, this is this is cool. Um, can we but, talk about know, can, can just, we can we do an aside here really quick because I haven't had somebody on here where we could talk about how Dave, uh, you know, you talk about Rosie, you know, talking about how that soundbite, the David Letterman saying something about dollar dollars or saying something about counting the dollars <laughs> got put into the intro to that. Like Dave, for whatever reason, seems to have a free pass in the land of hip hop. He seems to have been invited in. Yeah, you're cool. Well, yeah, come on in. And and the respect level, like like seeing him even up to the current day, you know, talking to Jay-Z, talking to talking to Kanye, talk, you know, like he has this Lizzo, he has this free pass in the world of hip hop. Do you think it's because early on he and 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 Paul and the musical crew and all that they they embraced it? Is that is that why? because he kind of helped them at the beginning or is it just because he's so damn cool? I think it's all of those things. And yeah. it's the timing of it. And it's New York. Like they had a New York based show who probably had people scouting folks in them clubs. I mean, the fact that they had, who was it like uh kid from the uh, rock study, not rock study, but you know, the dancing crew, kid Creole, not kid Creole. I can't think of the kid's name, but you yeah. know, early, oh, crazy, crazy legs. Crazy oh, like they're okay. There like you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're... you know, like it's stuff like, you know, they probably, you know, I can only imagine. I don't know who's booking the music acts in the early days, but I mean, like, you know, you're 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 grabbing onto something that's hot and it's emerging and burgeoning. And 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 yeah, I mean, Jay-Z is a great name drop right there. I mean, his first national performance, TV performance, was on Late Show with David Letterman. Right. <laughs> um, you know, and uh so I think. For them i can imagine i have no idea but there's a degree of loyalty there um you know puff had an office across the street from the, the right. ed sullivan theater yes. so i mean you know think about the night that you know eminem and jay performed on the uh on the uh, roof on the, on the on the roof and and puff sitting there you know bopping along in in, in the uh in, in the audience i mean you know it's cool things like the access and and um you know, I think even Puff got a, like, early in the game, like, late 90s or early 2000s, like, Dave, I don't know if somebody got bumped, but, you know, Dave gave Puff the whole show, you know, the whole episode, and it was like, you know, this is, this that's, you know, like, hip-hop is coming through, and um, yes. anyway, you know, it's all good, there's so many iconic moments, Um, but Dave is the icon, so, and I love the way he, he the thing that I think that has contributed to his iconic status 
Um, I don't know why I keep mentioning Michael Jackson. It's something about that Indiana. I love him too, man. But, Midwestern, yep, but, yep. But there's something about like withholding, you know, like being a bit of a mystery and adding to the legend, right? You know, you have these iconic things that happen to you, whether it's, you know, you know, the woman breaking in the house or the, you know, just, just the cigar. I mean, just everything about you, the gap tooth, you know, right? But then it's like, you just see them for that hour or Michael, you just see him on that video or you just see him at that concert. Like if this mystery, like at first it was like expose, expose, they'll do anything. But now it's like, oh, I'm pulling back. Yeah. Right. And you just get to see me when I do my art. And I think that really just just adds to the intrigue and to the iconic status and, and the mystery because they're in control of, you know, what they put out and what it is. And, and yeah, it's just it's, it's fun to watch, man. I mean, really, you know, it really is. Um, and and cool I mean, stuff. every every time a new episode, a new uh, batch of my next guest uh is 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 um is offered and previewed i'm always like oh i wonder if it's gonna be a hip-hop artist or something like that jay-z episode <laughs> where they're talking to you know it's jay-z but then they're also going to talk to rick rubin and 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 some of these other i i just absolutely am immersed into it i'm glad that um you know he doesn't just talk to old showbiz folk i'm glad he he actually still is is, is got his finger on the pulse i mean he did an episode with billy eilish like so good and 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 you know Lizzo and then Lizzo talking about Prince and these are amazing moments to hear Dave pulling these out of these people. I I love it. I love that we're talking about this today. We don't talk about hip hop enough on this show. So this is thanks for bringing that to the table today, Jamie. Um, I I want to ask when you would go out with with your dad, did people ever reference certain moments, or was it just that they saw him and they were like, do I know that? Like, 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 what was it like when he would get recognized? I guess is my question. Um, yeah, I mean, there was certain things. I mean, I would, I would, I think also, you know, what it was, was it would be cool to be with him on a day after something cool happened. Right. I mean, you know, whether it was like new to Hillary Clinton episode in like 2000, I think she was running for New York state Senate or something. Yep. And it was just all eyes on that. That was probably a big bump in ratings, whatever. Um, but I mean, he sat, you know, for 10 to 15 seconds of airtime and like chomped on an egg salad sandwich. <laughs> so you'd be with him and it'd be like, you know, how's that egg salad? Sandwich? You know, something like that. Like somebody could reference something like that. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of times and, you know, recently, actually, um, we were down at, uh, at, a, at an event um, honoring uh, my grandfather and a gentleman who was a developer came up to my father and didn't call out specific things that he remembered from the show, which I thought was pretty <laughs> amazing. And, uh, you know, different bits from like the stuff on the street and stuff. So even with the bullhorn. So, you know, really, really <laughs> funny, funny stuff. There was some moments where it was like, you know, I can see where, you know, it, it is funny, you know, because you're taking a normal person. And, and you know what I think also that they did so great and which was better than all the other shows is the folks who cut the stuff like the, oh, editing the editors are on, on the pieces yeah. on the patent on the remotes yep. is just like i mean hilarious i mean yep. it was just so perfect man so it just like i mean it, it shows you that you can literally make anything i mean we all know that now because we're you know we're all living in the truman show with cameras and, <laughs> and able to you know so but you know the, the fact that you can make well anything said. 
entertaining and funny. You know, it was I think they were certainly pioneers in that regard. Oh, <laughs> without a doubt. Um, I've talked to a lot of the writers who would travel with your dad. Uh, you know, when they would they, they would and 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 talking about some of the trips uh that they would take, I mean, it just so the the adventures um so magical because i mean you can't recreate those moments but it would just the spirit of those of those trips and how uh, you know would be shown um in these clips expertly edited expertly directed um you know whether it was hal uh on the floor um you know uh, just absolutely in studio doing a phenomenal job or the editors after the fact um just yeah fantastic stuff your dad would go traveling a lot to these major events. Like, did that become routine? Oh yeah. Dad's going to the dad's going to the Super Bowl, or dad's going to the, you know, <laughs> some award show or whatever. Is that, is that just become routine in the house? Um, yeah, I think it, uh, you know, um, you know, again, again, you got to think again about timelines of this stuff. Right. So mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff might've been while I was in college or right. you know when I got back I mean I basically wasn't really around that much with them yeah. but I mean you know the fact is that um yes it became somewhat routine and, and because you know he did so many of those things like Super Bowl became like you know every year and um you know the, the spring training or you know even the World Series um you know cool stuff and I mean you know the fact is if you think of you know if you look at I don't know if there's a pie chart there isn't a pie chart that would be something if there was but um <laughs> if there was some sort of way to look at you know his you know contributions to the show over the years I mean the real kind of like it seemed like there was a moment in the I think maybe late 90s you know, where it's like, wow, this is like three or four times a week, you know, yeah. like there's something, whether he's giving out some gifts or he's, uh, you know, you know, he was the guy where he's like, hey, can you take this over here or do, you know, and, and so it was just like, you know, a lot of camera time. And, and, and that's when even friends of mine would come to me like, you know, hey, you know, James, dude, your dad is really starting to, you know, this is interesting. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's going, you know, so anyway, it, 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 yeah. What was the question? <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is we're 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 in it, dude. We're doing it right now. This is fantastic. Um. Oh, and by the way, I mentioned uh, I mentioned Hal earlier. I should also mention Jerry Foley as well. Jerry Foley, expert director, um, and would capture these amazing moments. Um, and, and sometimes the screw ups were the best ones. There was actually just a recent one that was put up where it was where it was your dad, and he was supposed to say jackass, and he didn't say jackass. He said asshole instead. <laughs> <laughs> And and it was, and, mean, it was, and that was that. I make now that mistake show. all the time. I think it's something in the in the genetics. I mean, come on, <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, and then man. that moment became the show. And Jerry did such a good job because then Biff was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And he goes over to the stairs and he sits down and he's like, "No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And everyone's laughing right. about it. And it was just captured so perfectly. And that's the thing yeah. about that show that I think that we all as viewers loved was when we were kind of invited to be part of the behind the scenes stuff with the camaraderie, that kind of stuff. Um, I loved that. It's clear that you loved it too. And you got, again, such a unique uh, viewpoint. Um, I've always, I'm a weird, I'm a weird guy. I call myself, I was a weird kid. Now I'm a weird man. Um, I always <laughs> used to think about what I would do is if I, if I, if I ran into people, that I admired uh, on the street, what would I, 
what would I call back? And I had one for your dad. So I didn't do this for everybody, but, but your dad was actually one of the people that I had had one in there for. Um, and I don't know if this is going to land or not, but, uh, happy newish Jew year, um, was my, yeah, that's to me, like, I want a t-shirt with, with, with your dad's face and happy newish Man. Jew year. <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. Let's do that. Are you kidding right? me? No. Uh, right. Um, right. That's a great idea, though. Take but my no, money. I'm in. I buy like that shirt. 15 years ago. Um, but yeah, listen, that was that. That's what it, this is my daily life when I, <laughs> I get a chance to speak with him. Um, you know, that that's the fun of it, man. And and uh, I can only imagine the perspective of some of his colleagues over the years uh, with stuff like that, because, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> woo, <laughs> I get it. Jeez, you kind of have his laugh. You kind of have his laugh, Jamie. Like I just heard it there. That's weird. Um, that was that's, weird. That's 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 cool, man. <laughs> I uh, um, I, okay. I mean, you know, some of these things we go two and a half hours. Some of these things we we we're we're sure, you know, sure. forty five to an hour. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to ask, but uh, before before I you know we do that, one of the things that you and I kind of you know a little schemers that we are wanted to concoct was maybe having you and him on at the same time, um, and we're not there yet. But at the same time, I really and and we never may never get Biff on this show, but there's a lot of love. And here's what we need to talk about here before we kind of finish up at some point. Um, but this is something that needs to be said. There is an outpouring of love for your dad, um, you know, beloved person for for because part of it probably because he is exactly who he is. Um, you know, it's not a put on. He just is. And 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 there's a part of that that just resonates with so many people and he's so loved. And I think that's probably the reason why he was on the show from the morning all the way to the end. Um, does that's he know that? Does say. he know about this outpouring? Does he know that we all love him? That's very kind of you to say, first of all. And um, I feel it too. I uh, trust me. And I've tried my best to facilitate the message, if you will, um, He's not, you know, somebody who is, I mean, he has the iPhone, but he, he, it's still so much comedy there. Like, like, there's so much typical stuff, like, you would never believe, like, you know, honestly, he has the iPhone, but I mean, he literally, he's the guy who literally just makes a call, you know what I mean? And so anyway, you know, uh, there's stuff that, um, he's just not privy to, but anyway, not to say that there's a, you know, an evidence of what you're describing out there to, for him to be enlightened by. But, you know, the fact is that um, I think that he isn't somebody who reflects too much on the past. Right. Um, and uh, which makes a thing like this um, hairy sometimes. And, and, um, uh, and that goes for everything, you know what I mean? Like, believe me, I'm, I'm going, you know, there's, there's different things that we, you know, that I've tried to, um, but anyway, so yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I I appreciate the fact that you are dancing over little landmines. Oh okay, I'm not God. gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. Like I appreciate the fact that that that, uh, that you're respecting everybody's privacy and 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 things. Uh, but at the same time, I do think 
that there could be Biff Henderson t-shirts. I do think that there could be, you know, limited runs of things because of that yeah, love. Very, that very them. limited, Mike. Well, very they're... limited. We're talking about family reunion. You might get like, you know, the NBA, how they have like the, the sponsored logo. Maybe get a, a picture <laughs> for the family reunion. Henderson family reunion 2033. And then you do the Biff with the headset. That'd That's be cute. The fact that he doesn't know is part of the charm, man. Like, that's so funny. Um, oh, the fact that he doesn't know is part of the charm. And, but I, 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 if if there is a way, and I don't know if he'll ever watch this particular episode or not, um, oh, I, I want to make not. sure. I'm, I hope I'm, I'm, Mike, I'm going for this to be the lowest rated episode that you ever have. I better, I hope. <laughs> that's what we're shooting for here, okay? Like, I, just so that we're clear. You're preaching at the choir, Jamie. I, uh, you know, people are like, "Oh, the Letterman podcast." I'm gonna watch. I'm like, "Okay, just lower your expectations, and you'll be just fine." No, you, you're doing sure your you... thing, bro. Honestly, and congratulations because again, Aww. you could hear you could hear the the love and the, and the passion, and um, you know, again, in this day and age, why not? You know, if you have something that you can really lock in on, and and you know, there's certainly the space. I mean, there's just the beauty of it. You really hit, you know, uh, uh, you know, hit, 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 hit it on the head with this because there's just so much to talk about. There is. Um, there's there is. years and years and years and years of stuff. And um, yeah, cool. So, you know, um, you're setting the table perfectly um, because this is how I want to finish. And 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 if if he only watches, you know, this clip from this point on, uh, this is what exactly what I want. So I want him to know first and foremost how much love that there is for him and 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 how much he contributed to this is our tagline. We celebrate the greatest body of broadcasting work in history, that of David Letterman wow. and Company. Your father made up a tremendous amount of the company of this and the collaboration, again, to go back to your words, um, incredible. We love it. Uh, one day would love to have you and dad on at the same time, uh, something like that. That would be phenomenal. But if we can't, at least he needs to know that the love is there. Here's the big finish right here. Tell us a little bit about how much you love or how proud you are. I don't want to put words into your mouth. The impact of your father. To, like, like, let's 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 show your dad a clip of how much you respect, love that kind of thing. Because I, 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 in the emails going back and forth, I feel it. I feel it today. Uh, this is a huge part. How proud of your dad are you? Um, yeah, I mean, again, can't really be put into words. There's, there's, there's all sorts of um, love and respect and admiration and and you know, um, he he is he his 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 life is really uh, remarkable, um, and he comes from a really special place, Durham, North Carolina, and a community and of from a family. That uh, is just, uh, you know, I'm, I, I revere and I'm proud to hold this name. And there's a lot there. Um, but, you know, the fact of the matter is, is he has been um, steady and consistent and a powerful and strong force and a proud person and insightful who, uh, again, has experienced a lot and has those core values from the old school where even if you talk with him and it's like ah, he's a little out of touch or there's something in there there's a gem there's always a gem and people come up to me all the time and and tell me that to this day the folks that you know still run into him at the grocery store or whatever but um you know it's an interesting career there's people who are trained actors and 
stage people and theater people who don't get a run on Broadway uh, like uh, Biff Henderson did. Um, and, you know, thank you to Worldwide Pants and to the Letterman Show, to that team, um, because, you know, there isn't always uh, reflection or time to say thank you to that specific, you know, contribution. Um, yeah. He is about to be honored at his high school uh, to be inducted into their Hall of Fame. So that's certainly cool. Um, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's so awesome. I mean, any any Hall of Fame, you know what I mean? It's like Hall of Fame inductee. So I'm trying to, you know, you know, put that in perspective. But I mean, through it all, you know, uh, again, you know, he's still in the retirement. I, I, I think he's happy and content. And I think that he's aware of, 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 you know, both, uh, you know, his fortune and good fortune and, yeah. and luck and, uh, you know, being able to show up on time and, you know, have that smile and to be likable. And, um, you know, there's a lot to learn uh, there. So, you know, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you, you know, giving me the opportunity um, to put it from, I guess, from my perspective, which means, again, nothing, but... Well, <laughs> it is it is it is what it is kind of thing you know i uh, and, um, i i you know don't diminish and it's funny you're on brand it's so funny you're second generation you're a pants kid and you're on brand everybody from worldwide pants they ah oh, shucks they diminish themselves a little bit they diminish things i uh, you have no idea how much i appreciate what you just did and again as sons we're both sons um, our dads like it when we say nice things about them. There's a, there's, there's a special <laughs> kind of, there's a special magic to when a son says something nice about dad, the hall of fame thing. I love, I think that with Letterman, one of the things that, uh, there's a spirit that, that permeates, uh, the, the, the idea of the local boy doing good and, 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 and being recognized in the local community, the small town, you know, you think about Dave, Dave went to ball state. Uh, you know, he's the pride of that university <laughs> and and and, and yeah. has gone back and given to it and that kind of a thing as well. And I love right. the idea that other members of the show um, have that same kind of thing going on. Him getting inducted into his high school Hall of Fame, that is absolutely delightful. That's perfectly Letterman-esque, I think. Yeah, listen, I appreciate you saying that. I agree with you. Um, I'm actually wearing the shirt of Hampton which is Hampton University in Hampton, Virginia, which we also share in common, my father and I. He attended Hampton, graduated Hampton, and his father uh, did as well. Actually, both my grandfathers went there, so that's unique in the in the 1930s or 20s and 30s. Um, so they actually knew each other on campus, so that's crazy. And actually, my mother's grandfather went so my great-grandfather went to the school so anyway so so there's that you know what i mean Down what's the hampton sport team of hampton what are they called they're the pirates they're hampton the pirates. pirates fighting yeah, pirates yeah shout, Fantastic. shout to the to the to the pirates go and pirates you and all of that so we share that in common and uh yeah 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 cool stuff uh, this has been a lot of fun james i i i i, I love the fact that at the beginning of this thing you're like because you know it was so funny to get the email back from me you know what dad's really not into it and i'm just like okay good let's just you and i do it then and <laughs> your response was so good waited a couple days okay i wanted you to sleep on this to make sure that you really wanted to do absolutely i wanted to do this i think we see why this is I mean, 
I mean, I've had so much fun today. You've had fun. This is fun, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, um, again, I'm hoping for the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. But, uh, you know, um, hopefully I didn't say anything to offend anybody or be out of turn again. It's a unique perspective. So I, I appreciate that. Again, thank you to Don Giller. That's the reason why I got a chance to meet you. And, um, Again, uh, uh, he, he's been so helpful uh, for questions that I've asked him and requests. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, appreciate this. And, and so, yeah, again, no. I, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, uh, you know, and I'll continue to let you know if I hear anything different. But I, uh, uh, you know, certainly didn't want to, you know, you'd be like, damn, he's just like his dad. This guy all of a sudden went away, too. <laughs> I just, what happened? No, dad didn't go away. No, but what I mean is, you know, like, you don't take this part out. I oh, love, my. I, I love these moments. Um, these are, these are the fun moments. This is the, you know, the part where our audience gets to enjoy. You know, we're just messing around. We're just talking. We're just. I, I love this. Um, please give love to your dad. If we can ever make it happen, we can make it happen. But I'm glad that if we can't make it happen. At least we have a conduit where he could hear these beautiful words that you said, and he can hear that how we all feel about him. We are grateful. Like I appreciate you're all grateful that Biff is grateful for 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 what's happened to him. But it's reciprocal. We, the audience, are grateful too. So please let him know that. Um, that's all I got. Are you? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about today uh, on this first time that you're here on the Letterman Podcast, Jamie? Oh. Let me refer to my notes. No, no, that's it. I, <laughs> that's all I got. This has been um, great, though. But thank you, and congratulations on the great work and the growth. And and uh, uh, I look forward to watching, uh, you know, all the episodes in the future. Oh well, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that very, very much. Um, that's it. Okay, so you know what? I'll do. I'll do the. Uh, I'll do the outright here. Um, this is why we do the show. This is exactly why we do the show. Uh, you know, having these stories from these interesting, unique perspectives. There, uh, there is no more unique. I don't think it's possible to be more unique. I think if it's unique, it's just unique. I think it's like pregnant. Hard to be more pregnant. Um, but there's a unique perspective here. Um, from from. James Henderson III, in fact, uh, talking about his dad, Biff Henderson, uh, who we all know and love, those of us who um, are are enthusiasts of David Letterman and company. Again, Don Giller on his channel has so many Biff moments. And as the official Letterman channel starts to populate more, I mean, they've only been around just over a year. And already the videos that they have, the library that's up is really, really uh, special. Um, You know, there's a lot of Biff moments And it's really cool to hear the other side of the story from Jamie. Jamie, thank you so much for taking time to be here today. Uh, This has been another episode of the Letterman Podcast with Mike Chisholm. Coincidentally, I am Mike Chisholm. Thank you and good night. (laughs) Overcoat and underpants.